Good afternoon. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish at St. Adelbert Church as we celebrate the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area in the church where the pews are marked with ribbons. Assisting us today as our lectors are Mary and Nathan. Our altar server is Paul. I am your cantor, Sarah Richards, and our organist is Cindy Plazik. Our celebrant today is Father Daniel. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join in our opening hymn. The lyrics can be found in the bulletin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. My family, to help us enter into this prayer, this celebration of the life and love of God Almighty, let's just call to mind, first and foremost, those times where we did not live as God's beautiful children, 
those times where we did not recognize and celebrate our own dignity as his daughters and sons, and for those times where we did not respect and nurture the dignity of others. And for all these times, let's just open ourselves up more so to God's healing and comforting love and compassion. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you are Son of God and Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are Word made flesh and splendor of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, amen. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, whom, taught by the Holy Spirit, we dare to call our Father. Bring, we pray, to perfection in our hearts the spirit of adoption as your daughters and sons, that we may merit to enter into the inheritance which you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. My family, please now be seated for readings from sacred scripture, and please be attentive to this first reading. It's a, it's a story about Elijah, and just so you know the context, he's on the run. He's a prophet in our Jewish Hebrew tradition, and as many prophets, he spoke the truth in love, but his message was still not well received. <laughs> and because of that, he was, he was being attacked by the king, King Ahab, and his very hurting wife, Queen Jezebel. And Jezebel sent people to kill Elijah. So this is where we're at. A reading from the first book of Kings. Elijah went a day's journey into the desert until he came to a broom tree and sat down beneath it. He prayed for death, saying, This is enough, O Lord. Take my life, for I am no better than my father's. He lay down and fell asleep under the broom tree. But then an angel touched him and ordered him to get up and eat. Elijah looked 
and there at his head was a hearth cake and a jug of water. After he ate and drank, he lay down again. But the angel of the Lord came back a second time, touched him, and ordered, Get up and eat, else, else the journey will be too long for you. He got up, ate, and drank. Then, strengthened by that food, he walked 40 days and 40 nights to the mountain of God, Horeb. The word of the Lord.
taste and see that the Lord is good. In God we need put all our trust. Taste and see, taste and see the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with which you were sealed for the day of redemption. All bitterness, fury, anger, shouting, and reviling must be removed from you along with all malice. And be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving one another as God has forgiven you in Christ. So be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us and handed himself over for us as a sacrificial offering to God for a fragrant aroma. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews murmured about Jesus because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him, and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Our sacred scripture is a continuation from these recent weeks 
from John, the Gospel of John, chapter 6. It's known in our faith tradition as the bread of life discourse, the bread of life discourse, because as you heard just this passage, Jesus is trying to convey to the people of Galilee and to all of us 2,000 years later who he is. He's trying to reveal in terms and, and, and circumstances that they could understand who he is. As you recall, two weeks ago, we began this passage of John chapter 6. And as what, what happened? Do you recall? As a sign of his divinity, Jesus fed the hungry crowds of 5,000 plus. Jesus did not feed them just so their bellies can be full. Jesus fed them to show his divinity, to reveal to them who he is. But unfortunately, as even continuing here in this passage, the people of Galilee who had their bellies full just wanted more food. <laughs> and that's understandable. But Jesus is trying to convey to them that he's not here just to fill their bellies. He's here to give them life, the fullness of life here and now, and life eternal. And my family, in this revelation, again, God is revealing himself to us. And I hope we all know this. God, the first instance that we, that we are of God revealing himself is through creation. God expresses himself by all the, the creation around us and even in ourselves because we are created in his image and according to his likeness. So God reveals himself by his work, just like we do. When we, as that figure of speech says, we put ourselves into our work, or if you, if you really are dedicated and you, you could put a little bit of, of yourself into that, or at funerals when we talk about people who have died and they say, oh, my grandmother, she made the best chocolate chip cookies but I, because I said because she put her love into them. Amen? You understand what I'm saying? And that's the reality here. Jesus, God Almighty reveals himself in creation. But as you know, all throughout the sacred scripture, God is revealing himself time and again. He reveals himself to Adam and Eve. He reveals himself in his characteristics and attributes after their sin even. He reveals that he's looking for them. And then all throughout the sacred scripture, he's constantly revealing who he is. But in our humanity, as you know from your own study of sacred scripture, in our humanity, as the, as the Israelite people reveal to us, it's hard to get to know God and it's hard to relate to God and it's hard to, it's very difficult to live in relationship with him on our own. It's extremely difficult to live in relationship with God, which he is offering us on our own. And it also reveals in the sacred scripture, if you looked at the sacred scripture, even coming together as the body of the Israelite people, when they were working together. It's even difficult to live in relationship with God even when we work together. And the sacred scripture reveals to us that God understands that. And that's why he has given himself to us. And that's what Jesus is trying to convey. That he's not just here to feed our bellies. He's here to feed and nurture our lives. My family, just as a, maybe this will help you understand it. Two weeks ago, Jesus fed the 5,000 plus with five loaves and two fish. 
five loaves and two fish. And we have to understand the sacred scripture was written 40, 50 years after the event. So did you ever wonder in prayer why the evangelist put down five loaves and two fish? Were there five and two? Okay, yes. But did you ever think about it and pray over it? Because my family, there's one way to look at it. Jesus is revealing in that multiplication of the loaves and fishes that he is giving back all that the people had. And what did they have symbolized by five loaves and two fish? They had all that they held dear. The law and the prophets. The law is known as the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. So anytime the Jewish people would hear five and two, they would recognize, hey, that's very important to me. That's a symbol. It's a reference to what? God's revealing himself to the people Israel all throughout the Old Testament. God revealing himself to the people and inviting them into relationship with him. But time and again, they figured it out, and we are seeing from their own example that it's extremely difficult to live in relationship with God in virtue and in love on our own. And it's extremely difficult to live in God even when we work together. But it reveals to us that we need God not only in our lives but in us. We need to participate in his life and love. And that's what Jesus is offering us. He's offering more than just companionship. He wants us to share in his divinity, making us daughters and sons of God our Father in Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. In my family, that is all revealed here, that Jesus is uniting us with himself through this bread of life. And yes, he uses a lot of imagery, but the ultimate reality here is he's trying to convey to the people that he is the fulfillment of all the prophecies of the Old Testament. He is the fulfillment of the Torah and the prophets, the law and the prophets. He is the completion and the culmination of all the covenant promises of the Old Testament. And you remember the main covenant promises of the Old Testament? What happened in the Passover meal, which we celebrate right here and now, which is a celebration of the body and blood of Jesus Christ. But what is that meal? It is a perpetual institution recalling and making present God freeing the people Israel from their captivity, now aligning with us God freeing us from our captivity of sin and death. That's what the Passover meal is now for us. Jesus instituted the Eucharist at the Passover meal as a perpetual institution of forgiveness, freeing us from sin and death. But it's also, as you read in Exodus chapter 24, and please take a look at it, God promised his abiding presence with us and for us in that covenant relationship. And my family, that's what Jesus renews for us in this most blessed sacrament because he becomes real to us, for us, and with us. And then he's not only real, his real presence in the Eucharist, but he shares himself with us physically. And my family, it's not, again, not only a celebration of his freeing us from our captivity. It's not only a celebration of his abiding presence with us, 
but it's also a sacrifice. A sacrifice of Jesus Christ himself to his Father, which he is inviting us into. And what is that sacrifice? A sacrifice of perfect love. A sacrifice of of, a response of perfect love. A response of accepting love and offering it back in praise. That's what Jesus is offering us here and now in the Eucharist. Prefigured all throughout the sacred scripture. And my family, just one of the results of, sac- of, of our partaking of this most blessed sacrament is alluded to in the first reading you just heard beautifully proclaimed from the first book of Kings, chapter 19. Please take a look at it. What happened to Elijah as he was on the run? He was in a desert, no food, no water. But what happened to him? An angel of the Lord gave him a hearth cake and a jug of water, an illusion, a simple one, an illusion to the, to the life-sustaining and life-strengthening gift of God in himself. And what happened after he got up, then strengthened by the food, Elijah walked 40 days and 40 nights to the mountain of God, Horeb. So what does that lesson show for us? The more we partake of the Lord Jesus Christ in his most blessed sacrament, his gift of himself with us and for us, which frees us from sin, which promises us his abiding presence with us and for us, and which, when we enter into it, is a perfect sacrifice of praise to God our Father in Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, when we experience that, we too will be able to endure the struggles of this broken world as referenced by the 40 days and 40 nights in our Jewish Hebrew tradition. 40 days and 40 nights, you know it's referenced quite often. Even Jesus spent 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. But in our Jewish Hebrew tradition, 40 days and 40 nights is a reference to a time of purification and renewal. And it's also a a big number for the Jewish people back then. It's like using that figure of speech now. You're worth a million bucks. Well, back in the day, to emphasize a large amount or a large number, they would say 40 days or 40 nights or in reference to time. Did he walk 40 days and 40 nights? Yes, okay. But it reveals that he was able to do what he needed to do by the power and strength of God with him and for him. And he was able to climb the mountain of God, Horeb. Why? Again, as an allusion to the Eucharist, the abiding presence of God with us and for us. We will not only have life here and now, but my family, we are assured of life eternal. We now stand and profess our faith with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. 
From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. My family, now let us turn to our loving Father as his beautiful daughters and sons. And let us ask our Father to hear our prayer by responding, Lord, hear our prayer. For the courage to see all the places in our lives that require the Holy Spirit's transforming love, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For the health and safety of all communities, especially those undergoing new challenges due to the coronavirus, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For women experiencing crisis pregnancies and for the protection of the unborn, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those on our prayer, list requ prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth for an end to racism in ourselves, in our communities, and in our structures, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Kathleen Canchola, Dr. Charles R. Dees, Josephine Klein, Caroline Kowal, Harry McWhirter Jr., and Frank Paul. May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today Rebecca Wiskowiak and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And now we pray the prayer to, for St. Rock, and it's found in the bulletin. We're just going to pray the prayer part, not the whole novena, just the prayer part now. We ask you to stand with us, St. Rock, as we face the pandemic in our day. Whether we call it a plague or pandemic, we face the same hardships. Be with the people who are dying alone and the families who suffer separation from them. Ask God's blessing on the healers who work in hospitals, clinics, and emergency services. Be with us as we ask God for the grace to be grateful for all those making sacrifices for us. Help us to learn from your example that when we place our trust in God's mercy and love, he will make all things to the good. Amen. Please be seated for the preparation of the altar and the celebration of the Eucharist. Please join in singing our offertory hymn, I Am the Bread of Life.
my flesh for the life of the world. And if you eat of this bread, you shall live forever. You shall live forever. And I will stand and pray, my family, that my sacrifice and your sacrifice may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Be pleased, O Lord, to accept the offerings of your holy church, for in your mercy you have given them to be offered, and in your power you transform them into the mystery of our salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For at the Last Supper with his apostles, establishing for the ages to come the saving memorial of the cross. Jesus offered himself to you as the unblemished lamb, the acceptable gift of perfect praise, nourishing your faithful by this sacred mystery. You make them holy so that the human race, bounded by one world, may be enlightened by one faith and united by one bond of charity. And so we approach the table of this most wondrous sacrament, so that bathed in the sweetness of your grace, we may pass over to the heavenly realities here foreshadowed. Therefore, all creatures of heaven and earth sing a new song in adoration, and we, with the hosts of angels gathered with us here and now, cry out, as without end, we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks. He gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Celebrate the memorial of his death 
and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God and our Mother, the Queen of Peace, with St. Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now, together, dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. For those unable to be with us physically, we now pray a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you were present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Amen. Please join in singing our communion hymn, Eat This Bread. Eat. 
In our faith tradition, we recognize that even the smallest perceptible fragment or the smallest tiny drop of the precious blood or the body of Christ is the fullness of this most blessed sacrament. So that's why we take such tender care in what is known as purifying the vessels. We're not just cleaning dishes, we're purifying the vessels of all remnants of the Eucharist, the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which conveys his soul and divinity, which unites us with God and with one another, through him, with him, and in him. That's what we're celebrating, the forgiveness of sins, his abiding presence with us, his sacrifice to God our Father, and through him, with him, and in him, our sacrifice to God our Father, the sacrifice of love, the sacrifice of praise. That's what we're doing here. And when we do that, when we partake of this, despite our many struggles in life, when we come back to the Lord, like Ezekiel did, or like, just like, like, like the saints do, 
we come back to the Lord. Because our struggles are different every day, we come back to the Lord every day to receive his life and love made manifest in the Eucharist. Oh, that's what we're celebrating here. Let us stand and pray. May the communion in your most blessed sacrament that we have consumed save us, O Lord, and confirm us in the light of your truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Are there announcements? Thank you. We currently are in transition in the music ministry following the departures of both Amanda Bruce and Tom Conray. In order to be fiscally responsible during the ongoing financial plight of the parish, the parish leadership team has decided to hire only one full-time person to replace them. A search committee has been working very hard to identify someone with excellent musical and personal characteristics, but this process is taking longer than we had hoped. In the meantime, we are pleased to announce that Bill Brinzer, a highly regarded instrumentalist and substitute organist in our parish and beyond, will assume the duties of interim music director beginning this weekend and continuing over the next few months. More specific information about his duties will be forthcoming in a future flock note and the bulletin. Many thanks to Bill and his family for this major sharing of time, talent, and treasure as we navigate our transition. Please welcome him with gratitude and friendship. Because of the Delta variant community spread in the Allegheny County, we are asking parishioners and guests to please mask up again beginning the next weekend. We are a community who shows great concern for one another, and for that we are grateful. Masking up, whether we are vaccinated or unvaccinated, is a big way we can show concern for the safety of our youth and others who are not yet able to be vaccinated against COVID. As always, Thank you, for the care, thank you for your care for our community and the least among us. Let us stand. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace glorifying the Lord by your life.